Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, hello, everybody. We're in a, uh, in a casino. Nick, how you doing? Goodish. What, you don't like the smell of smoke everywhere? No. Oh, let's keep moving. There are people behind us, and they're in a hurry. All right, this is what I'm talking about down here. So we're in the New York, New York. And uh, there is is stuff going on. Um, We were just noting that they they removed any reference to uh, the the two towers, trade towers, on paintings, murals outside the casino. Like, I haven't been in here in a while, so... That was news to me. So, uh, anyway, just thought that was kind of interesting. And this whole place. See, I love all this, you guys. This is where I get all kitschy. This is what I like about Vegas. <laughs> is this kitschy, like, oh, look, we've recreated Times Square or freaking somewhere in the Bronx. It's all fake. I love that. So, Carter, we're in an arcade right now. In the New Yorker. Keep going. Uh, did you see that giant Pac-Man machine they had back there? Holy freaking crap. I know. Do you know what that is? Yeah, it's the ultimate Pac-Man thing. It's, well, it's Pac-Man Championship Edition 2 or at DX or whatever. Yeah, DX. And they repurposed it as a four-player arcade game. I've never even seen that before. It was awesome. Where the hell is the parking, Kim is asking. Village Eateries. Casino. Jungle Jive, Face Place, Titanic, what is that? And the roller coasters, so we are screwed. All right, we'll find our way. Won't we? We will. Okay, well, I'm, oh, sorry. There's something in here called MTV's Drumscape. I don't remember that either. You play drums? How do you not steal the sticks? How do the, steals, the sticks not get stolen? House of the Dead 4? Okay. nice. We're lost, so we're stuck in this arcade. We don't know how to get out. Kim's frustrated because it's kind of chaotic in here, as one might expect from an arcade. Problem is, this isn't really an arcade. Mostly this is like claw machines and those fake coin pusher things like sweep the coins forward and somehow convince yourself that something's going to happen I think it's more like a carnival in here 
And maybe that's because this stuff's more like gambling. You know? Like it's less games of skill and more games of chance. They do have a big uh, NASCAR setup over there in Rush 2049. And multiple House of the Dead 4 cabinets, which is kind of weird me out. So we're sitting out of the pool in the 108 degree weather and Kim noticed that the light from the Luxor is hitting the hitting the clouds. And it's pretty neat because it's all cloudy and kind of stormy all of a sudden tonight. It's still hot as a as a butthole, isn't it? Um, but it but that's and then Carter says that looks like the bat signal. And you know what it kind of does? It looks like the bat signal up there. So what happens next? When do we see the Batman? Or Nightwing, yeah, that's right. Well, they don't call Nightwing with that, do they? Well, they don't really have a Nightwing sign. What do they use for Nightwing? Same thing. I'm, I'm woefully bad at my Nightwing knowledge. I don't know much about it. I know it's a cool concept, but I never really read the comic. He finds crime instead of waits for someone to tell him. He finds crab? Crime. Oh, he finds crime and crab. And crab. Ooh, we're going to have that tomorrow at the seafood buffet. <laughs> tomorrow or Saturday? Uh, we'll figure it out. But anyway, it looks like a big old bat symbol up there in the sky going, hurry, Batman, save us from spending our life savings on a stupid card game in the middle of a casino. So I drink and smoke myself to oblivion. Thanks, Batman. You're the greatest. Well, if there's one thing you can say about Caesar's Palace is that they have really good uh, 3G connection in there. Really? Yeah, like my phone never didn't work in Caesars, but every other casino we've been in, no matter how deep in there I get or how high I get, it's the same. It's all crap. So I don't know if, like, maybe AT&T has an antenna right in the middle of there, like right out of Zeus's butt <laughs> in that big statue. Zeus's anus brought to you by AT&T. Wherever you are and wherever Zeus may have to sit, We'll be there too. Anyway, I also forgot how many boobs there are in that casino. Like in big, big, big uh, statue boobs. And there's man wiener too, though. Right? Yeah. You notice that? Yeah. You're not really looking out for it, though, are you? No. All right, well, good good girl. Too young for uh, that sort of thing. Uh, but it's, you know, I'm kind of enjoying this heat. It's weird. I didn't think I would. Say what? A griff woman with boobs. A riff. A griff. Oh, a, that's a griffin woman, and she's got no. She's got boobs as well. Yep. Fantastic. Is this the right direction? Yep. Yeah, she does. Uh, good for her. This one has no head but no boobs, so it's more interesting by the minute. This is the fountain that. Uh, isn't this the one that Evil Can Evil jumped back in the day? Pretty sure. Pretty sure that was it, where he broke his neck or whatever he did. Anyways, uh, we are just making our way back to the car. Because the plan is we're taking the kids back to the condo while we adults go to a bar with Brian Ibbett and his wife to eat some sort of something that he says is real good. So I'll probably put him on here a little bit later. That'll be fun. 
We actually haven't seen them yet since we've been here for two days because they he's been busy hawking CDs and t-shirts at the big Trek convention while I've been just having vacation with the kids and the wife. There's the Flamingo. Man, their rooms suck. Ugh, they're the worst. Anyway, we'll check back in with you later. All right, where are we? Where, what is this place called? The Palms Restaurant and Bar? Okay, well, we're going to go outside here. The Palms Hotel. The Harry Palms Hotel? Uh, anyway, so we're in the uh, Caesars Palace. Brian will make his way out here in a second. And uh, we just ate at the... Uh, Palm Restaurant, not to be confused with the Palms Hotel Casino, Hotel and Casino, is that what it is? It's Palm Restaurant. And uh, we're going to, as soon as Brian comes out, we're going to have a quick chat, see what's going on in his life. Alright, so it's uh, me and Brian Ibbett standing here. Hey, Brian. Hey, Scott. How you doing? So, I'm, I'm pretty good. <laughs> so, uh, we, we came to the Palm, we ate, we stayed, we kicked ass, we wrote names. We lobster fun, dude. Yeah, was that what that was? Yeah, that was a cheese sauce with lobster and bacon on it. Did you like it? Uh, cheese sauce with lobster and bacon. <laughs> All Is right. there somebody who's going to say, no, I thought there was too much lobster, <laughs> bacon, and cheese in it. <laughs> it was really good. I was surprised. Um, but we've spent basically our whole day in this hotel, or in this casino, Oh, really? We? You've been in Caesars all no, day? No, we were all morning. We watched oh, wow. the stupid animatronic thing. I didn't realize you were Up and down this thing, yeah. Just you go in the gigantic like H&M? Yeah, like My daughter loves the H&M. Does she? So does Tina. I like it for all the, the, the army of robots they're waiting to flip on. <laughs> well, can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> I was not programmed too long. This is not big. We're not visual. No, yeah, no exactly. Like, can we, can we, can we, we'll reenact it for you. <laughs> but anyway, it's been a really good week away. Of course, we're back at the TMS grind on Tuesday. That's right. You looking forward to that? I am looking forward to that. Lots I am of stories well. to tell people. Yeah, wait until you guys hear the story Ibbett has about John Delancey, a.k.a. Q, from Star Trek. Yeah. It's going to blow their minds. It would know, have been nice to say, oh my God, Eugene. I know. <laughs> Eugene in the time machine in the basement. <laughs> no, what was his name on Days of Our Lives? Huge. That's what you need to do. It was huge. Was it huge? Huge. Was yeah, it Eugene? Eugene. It was Eugene. Oh, and he did have a time he had machine. Had a time machine in his basement, and that that's how he was. Sucks. That's how he went off the show. That's, he disappeared right. in the time machine. That's right. He was gone after that. Yes. It became Q. <laughs> he was like probably reading the script, going, "Really? <laughs> that's what you want me to do?" Bob got knocked off. He got shot. Like in the future, I'm going to be on Breaking Bad, and I'm going to be fantastic. <laughs> and he was. Anyway, so if you're in Vegas, too late because yeah, by Ryan the time you hear this, Ryan we're was here. He made it. What was what's your excuse? Yeah, Ryan was here. Was it Ryan? Ryan. Yeah. Ryan. Okay. Guy, nice guy named Ryan showed up. Tad Pooler. Ryan Ibbett, have a safe rest of your week here in uh, beautiful sunny Las Vegas. You too, Scott Johnson. And uh, watch the chafing because I'm having a little trouble with that. It's a little hot. <laughs> a little hot and muggy. It's the truth, dude. I got like serious. All right. So it's uh, Monday morning. Or pss, Monday. Sunday morning. And uh, we are spending our last. Oh, probably 20 minutes by the pool. Been here most of the morning. Soaking in the sun. It's not as hot today. Kind of rained yesterday and a weird, kind of weird, gross rain. Like, Vegas rain is gross because all that pollution just kind of comes down like mud on your windshield. Uh, but we, um, we got to hang out uh, just in slightly better weather this morning as a result. There's an airplane somewhere near us. 
and uh, we leave today. So, well, that's a helicopter. I wonder what they're doing. Um, so we leave here. Well, we have to check out by noon, so it's about 9.30 now. So my guess is go back, shower, kind of get tidied up, packed, and then uh, probably be on the road by 10.30 or 11. Start heading back to the beautiful Salt Lake Valley, which is about five hours away. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed the little bit of audio that I did while I was here. I meant to actually post it from here, but it, the internet was spotty where we stayed, and I never could really rely on it. So, uh, as a result, I think I'll hold all this stuff and just put it in one big, uh, one big thing, which you've already heard by now, so I don't know why I'm explaining it. <laughs> Since this is the last thing I'm recording today. But we've had a really good time. They, the one place I meant to record some stuff and I didn't was at the actual Trek convention, um, where yesterday I ran into uh, Q, uh, John Delancey, John Delancey, is it Delance or Delancey, anyway, him, you know, Eugene from Days of Our Lives, <laughs> um, he was grumpy, and I, and I kind of ran into this through the day, the Star Trek people are grumpy, they are, I don't think they want to be there. I'll, I'll probably go into this in more detail on TMS on Tuesday when, when Brian's back, but I don't think those people really like that their career has boiled down to I was Quark in a bar on a space station for seven years, and that's all you're going to remember me from. I don't think they're cool with that. I kind of understand, and I... Uh, I know that some of these guys come around on this. Like, I know Shatner's kind of had a change of heart about his status as, you know, the original Starfleet captain that everyone knows and remembers. But I just, every everybody I talked to, with the exception of Richard Hatch, who, who uh, BSG's Richard Hatch, um, uh, or the original Battlestar, he played Apollo. He was really friendly and nice and also, uh, Landry's dad from Friday Night Lights, just incredibly nice man, bump into him, but, uh, I'm sorry, there are people walking around, but the, um, the impressive one for me, or the, 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 the thing that just constantly come, kept coming back to me is how grumpy everybody seemed. And especially Q. I was really disappointed in that because I was super stoked to meet him. First thing out of my mouth was, hey, I really liked your work on Breaking Bad. I thought you were amazing that season. Really, really gut-wrenching portrayal. And he just was kind of like, I just couldn't be bothered, you know. And it's not like there was a huge line and he was worn out. In fact, maybe that's why he was so grumpy is his line had diminished greatly. And it was basically him and his handler ladies sitting there with nobody in line for quite a while. I was going to buy a uh, signed photo and was a dollar short, literally one dollar short from the 35 bucks or whatever it is, and they weren't having any. I had to go find a dollar, so I went to go find that dollar and found one, found my kids, they had my money, got a dollar, ran back, and they were gone, Just vacated the table, so... And in the end, I was kind of soured on it, because I was like, ah, why you got to be so grouchy? You know, I wasn't even being a total Q fanboy. I was 
I'm more interested in him as an actor. I think he's a very interesting actor, and he's, I still think so, but I just think they're all like, you know, they all can't be Patrick Stewart. I just have to think, in each of them, in all of them, there's got to be a little frustration that, that Patrick gets all the the mainstream praise, and, and, you know, Michael Dorn will just be Worf forever, and Marina Sirtis will never be anything really than, other than Captain or uh, Commander Cameltoes, a.k.a. Deanna Troy. Oh, and Gates McFadden. She's just a, cranky. Just blah, like she did not want to be there. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to read too much into it, but it was a little disappointing. And that Am- Amarin Shimmerman, or however you say his name, who played Quark, he just had this look on his face the whole time like there was somebody had farted in the room. <laughs> Just this crab cake face of like, why am I here? What am I doing? I don't know. Just just an observation. Overall, though, it was really cool. And uh, it was nice to see some fans. People came up and said hi. Tom and Amy, if they're listening, I saw you guys. I saw some other folks, too. So, yeah, overall pretty cool. Are you done, buddy? Yes. Not your last dip? Yes. What's your favorite part of the trip? Uh, How low your voice has gotten in four days? <laughs> the Trek con. That was your favorite part? Yes. What'd you get, Tribbles? Yeah. What else? A badge. A badge, uh, like a Starfleet badge? Yeah. Kim, what was your favorite part of the trip? Uh, the pool. Really? Just hanging out of the pool? Yeah. What about the, uh, yeah, the pool is the best part. (laughs) Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.